Today, we have two very, very important games, and we have to preview. We have to preview the Saturday games, the Sunday night matchup, and sadly the Monday night matchup because it's in our contract. And then, and then the Sunday game, the re- the rest of the games, we can figure it out here. So, we're going to start with the Saturday games, and the first matchup this afternoon while you're flying. While you're flying in, you may, maybe you'll get to see it on the plane or not. If you even give a fuck about this game, probably you won't. You probably don't. Washington goes to Tennessee to play the Titans. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm flying JetBlue, so they have TVs on that flight, so I probably get will be able to watch that game. But um, so we'll see. If, I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably watch some of it, but. Like I said, I mean, these are two teams that know that they can't afford to lose. And there's and there's gonna be a lot of games this weekend that we'll be previewing over this next hour that the teams will be pre will be fighting for. And obviously Washington shockingly beat that the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. Not really shockingly, because Jacksonville is terrible on 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 the offensive side of the ball. So and obviously Cody Kessler ain't nobody, nobody. You know he's a nothing and nobody quarterback. But it's obvious that Josh Johnson, who who hasn't really played a competitive game in years, can come back and actually look very well the last couple of weeks. But like I said, Washington's a team that basically knows that they're that they're hanging on by a thread. You know they got lucky last week. They're not a very good team anymore offensively. I mean, defensively, they're still pretty decent. They still have a very good secondary. They might have the best secondary, in my opinion, in the in the NFC East. When you think about Swearinger and and Ha Ha Clinton Dix and uh and Josh Norman, but obviously, offensively, they you know you got a quarterback that's you know a journeyman, not even a journeyman, and a and a running back who's at the end of his run. You know, Adrian Pearson. I don't even think he has any big games left in him or big. Yeah, big games left in him. Tennessee, you got Derrick Henry who's been running like crazy the last couple of weeks. Last week they shut out the New York Giants with nobody saw coming as good as they've been the last several the last several weeks. 
and obviously Tennessee knows that they need to win win out. They need to win out. Indy has to lose has to lose at least once. Baltimore has to lose tonight. Obviously that would really help their chances. They're not going to make they're not going to win their division. So basically Tennessee knows that they have to find a way to beat Washington and I think they'll have a good chance to do it today today. And I have the final score 30-16. Plus, plus, Washington's also a 10-point dog in this game. So that just tells you what Vegas thinks of this matchup. Alright, we're going to go to the, to, the Sunday night, to the Saturday night matchup, the, tonight, the nightcap. Obviously, a major, major game for both teams. It's, a, it's, one, it's another put-up-or-shut-up matchup. The Chargers know that if they win their last two games and the Char- and the Chiefs lose at least once in their last two here in these last two weeks, they'll be the AFC West champs and the number one overall seed in the AFC. Baltimore needs to win out to know that they're going to be in the playoffs. They're in the last wild card spot. There's still an outside chance that they could be AFC North champs. But this is but this is a very critical matchup because they can't afford to lose. They could lose their wild card chances if they lose this game. So go right ahead. All right, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a good, this one is actually is going to be a good game. Um, it could end up being the game of the week, but we'll see. We'll see, but um, yeah. Like you said, the, the the Chargers are still trying to get that get first place in the AFC, get that home field advantage. Um, Baltimore's trying to make the playoffs. Um, last time, a couple weeks ago, Baltimore played the team that the Chargers are chasing, again the Chiefs. Um, took them down to the end. Really should have won that game, but they blew it at the end there. Um, so they're they're a formidable team. They got a really tough defense um, since uh, since Lamar Jackson took over. They changed their offense completely. It's a run heavy offense. They're averaging over 200 yards per game rushing as a team. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna look for more of the same in that regard. They're gonna be trying to they're gonna try to uh, control that clock, run the ball constantly. Um, They'll have some success doing it, but at the same time, uh, Jackson hasn't shown himself yet to be a good quarterback in terms of actually being able to throw the ball. So, you know, so I think he's going to, in this game, he's going to have to make some plays with his arms if they, they want to win this, and I don't know that he's going to be able to do that. I think um, as good as the Ravens' defense is, I think Rivers puts together a good performance. And um, and I, I just don't think uh, Jackson at this at this point anyway is good enough as a quarterback to keep to hang in there. So I'm going with the Chargers here, and I'm going to say the final score is going to be uh, 27 20. Well, if you look at this matchup, I mean, on paper it looks like a very good matchup. And I think it will be a decent matchup for a while. Lamar Jackson has obviously done a very good job. And obviously with Joe Flacco back, 
he did a, he's done well enough to earn the starting job moving forward. And obviously, this week, Flacco pretty much has told reporters that this may be it for him, and he'll be going elsewhere in 2019. Yesterday, it was also revealed that John Harbaugh will be back as the head coach of the Ravens, playoff or no playoffs. He will return, and obviously, it's now a year-by-year basics by the Ravens organization, which is a very respectable organization. They got a lot of patience with their with their with their head coaches and staff over the years. I can respect that organization, but but anyway, to this matchup, obviously, you know the Chargers. Like I said, they're coming off a big win against the Chiefs. That's opened up the door for them to potentially have home field advantage. Though this stadium that they're in is one of the worst. It's probably the worst stadium for home field advantage. As far as fan base, I expect more Ravens fans and Chargers fans there tonight, and I think it's gonna it could affect Philip Rivers for a while. I think Ravens will come out; they're gonna do their running offense because that's what they know. You know, Lamar Jackson may 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 throw five decent balls, but he's gonna run the ball at least for a hundred yards. And obviously, they'll have other runners here. I can't; I really can't pronounce their names. It's not Alex Collins; he's on IR, so. You know, maybe maybe after this game I'll get a good read of who who's running the ball with, with Lamar. And I'm sure he'll get the receivers involved, you know. I do know the receivers' names there. But but I think this is a matchup. Melvin Gordon is reportedly going to return in this game. I'm not sure. He might be a game-time decision. So if that would be a help for, for them. But they got Josh, Josh, Justin Jackson, who's been running the ball very well in recent weeks for the Chargers. And I think it's going to come down to the last, probably in the last 10 minutes, I can see the Chargers and the Ravens being, like Chargers being up by three, but then putting this game away. I do have the Chargers winning this game as well. And the final score, 30-20. to 20. Now, before we go to the Sunday matchups, we're going to go to the Monday night game since we are advertised to talk about it. It's two teams not going to the playoffs, but it's the final Monday night game of the year for John Gruden. It's been a it's been a fun season for him. It was revealed yes it was, it was revealed yesterday that there are rumors that the Oakland Raiders will become for for one year in 2019 the San Francisco Raiders. They may be playing in the park of the San Francisco Giants baseball team, rumoredly. So keep an eye on that story. There's a possibility because they're not going to be. This may very well be their their, their last game at the house that Al Davis built. That Al Davis built. So go ahead. I know you won't spend much time on this, but we have to make a. We have to make it a, a courtesy call since it's a Monday night game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a garbage game. Um, the Raiders are awful. Denver has tough defense. Um, they're they're not a bad team. And yet, I think uh, I think Philip Lindsay has a huge game, and I think that defense shuts down Oakland. So I got Denver winning this one. The final score, um, I'm going to say, I'll say 30 to 17. Like I said, I mean, the only the only thing that this game would be competitive if Derek Carr actually has a decent game. And he's had uh, some decent games here recently, 
But obviously, the Raiders are looking to the future. Obviously, they're trying to figure out where they're, where they're going to be playing football at next year. Do they go to Las Vegas early, the Sam Boyd Stadium, or do they take the San Francisco Giants off and, and share the park with them? We'll see what happens. As far as this game, I think the Broncos should take care of business. They're going to be bad. They, they got a little bit. The Cleveland Browns of all teams eliminated them from the playoffs last weekend. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think Von Miller will have a three-sack night. I think Philip Lindsay will run for over 120 yards. I think the Raiders will mail it in. And I got the Broncos winning and winning pre- pretty comfortably here. And the foul score, 34-13. to Okay, now we go to all the Saturday, the Sunday games, and like I said, we all, we all, you know, the setup. We're no, we're not going to going to focus on the games that are not in playoff contention, the teams that are not in playoff contention. So that eliminates, that's going to eliminate several several teams here. The Browns and the Bengals, we won't have to pay attention to. Green Bay and the Jets, we don't have to pay attention to. The Falcons and the and the Panthers, we don't have to pay attention to. And then we have unanimous picks for, for teams that are playoff situation. That's Los Angeles Rams over the Arizona Cardinals. Brady and Belichick over the Bills. And Miami Dolphins over the Jacksonville Jaguars. So those are the games we do not have to worry about. But we will. But now that puts us in our our own to put. We're going to start. We're going to start off out west with the Chicago Bears. And why we don't put this as a unanimous pick is because the 49ers have been playing pretty good spoiler here the last couple of weeks, and they upset it the Seahawks. Can they upset the Bears and help the Rams and the Saints secure first round buys? At least for the for the Rams to secure first round buys. a big game for the Eagles too when you actually look at it because if the Bears can win this game that means there's, they still have a shot at the first round bye regardless of what the Rams do this week because they have, obviously they have the tiebreaker over the Rams because they beat, beat them um, so what that means going into week 17 is if the, if the Bears can win this game which they should um they're not going to be resting their starters against the Vikings in Week 17. And obviously the Eagles need the Vikings to lose one of these last two if they want a shot at the playoffs. So so this is actually an important game for the Eagles as well. Um, and I mean, the other Niners have been playing all right recently, but let's face it, the Bears' defense is going gonna, is gonna to destroy them. And... The Niners' defense really isn't very good anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think this is just going to be a blowout here. Uh, I think San uh, Fran comes back down to earth again. Um, so I got Chicago winning. Final score, um, I'm going to say 33-10. Well, like I said, I mean... You know, on paper, the Bears should beat the the 49ers easily. But, like I said, Mitch Trubisky as a 
as a starting quarterback, quarterback is a is a huge concern going into the postseason. You know, and obviously this Bears team, I mean, offensively they still have they still have some weaknesses that the 49ers could expose them to tomorrow. And if you look at the Bears defense, obviously they are big time, but they may be without Eddie Jackson, who's been one of their best corner and one of their best safeties in the league. You know, he's I think he's a pro bowler this year. He's been very good, but he suffered a, a sprain a sprain leg injury last week against the Packers. I think the Bears will win, but I don't agree with you as far as it being a blowout. I think the 49ers are a tougher team. I think Nick Bolins has done a very good job. You know, he's done a very good job, obviously, and he and, and he's gonna make it very difficult for for the Bears to pull this off. I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle all day. But I think the Bears will find a way to pull it off. And the final score, 31-26, to 26, Chicago Bears. All right, we're going to go to Indianapolis. Indianapolis knows that the Colts know that they're in a position where they have to win, win out. Houston, they're, not going to, they're most likely not going to win their division. They need... Baltimore to lose tonight. They need Baltimore to lose tonight. That would put them back. They would put them ahead of them in the wild card standings with a win against the Giants. And hopefully everything else goes the right way. They win out. They win out if Baltimore loses once. They're basically where the Eagles are at. If Baltimore loses one game, they make the playoffs with two more victories. So let's see what you think about this matchup. Yeah, man. Um, well, Going back to this Baltimore game, I, I, I'm saying that both, that uh, the Chargers are going to win this one, so that that'll open that door for the Colts right there if they can win, beat the Giants. Um, Giants, um, you know, they've been a disappointment this year to some people. To me, I've been saying I said it back in the preseason that they weren't they were the worst team in the division. Um, I'm not surprised at all with them being five and nine. But uh, the Colts, I am surprised with. I, I, I didn't think they were going to be good. They started off poorly, but they really turned their season around. They won seven in the last eight, and um, and they're playing some really good football. Frank Reich has shown himself to be a legitimate, good NFL head coach. Um, and looking at this one. I think uh, I think Luck is going to have a big game against that defense. Um, they're going to have a tough time getting after him because obviously because that that Colts offensive line is pretty good, is really good, and I, I think uh, I think the Giants are going to have a tough time getting after Luck, which is going to give him all all the time he needs to to move that offense. Um, at the same time. The Giants, I think they'll, I think they'll hang around there on offense for a little while. Obviously, uh, obviously, um, hold on a second.
Um, obviously, Saquon Barkley is that is the key player on that offense. I think he's going to have a good game, but uh, but yeah, that, it, in the end, I think the Colts pull away win this game. So yeah, I got the Colts winning the final score of of um, I'm going to say thirty four twenty seven. Mm, you think the Giants will actually show up to the, uh, in this game, thirty four twenty seven? Wow. Yeah, I think I think Barkley's gonna have a good game and kind of keep move that offense. But like I said, the Giants the last two weeks can be of the extreme. Against the Washington Redskins, they scored forty points. They outscored them forty to nothing for a while on the road. No team this year can say that on the road this year. And then last week, they couldn't even score a field goal against the Tennessee Titans. I know Titans are a great def- are a decent defense, but they're not the elite. They're not of the elite category. Last week, the the Colt the Colts are another weird team. A few weeks ago, they they couldn't score anything against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but that's their fault. They blew a they blew a couple chances to score and win that game. And then last week against against. Uh, a decently hot, a shockingly very good Dallas Cowboy team, or at least the way you know when they won their five, they were on on a roll, winning five straight. They shut them down, shut Zeke Elliott down, and they kept Dak and them from scoring even a field goal. So they, so it's so it's a bizarre situation. This is kind of a game that's I'm scratching my head of how of what team's going to actually show up, which Colt team's going to show up, and which Giant team is going to show up this week. But I think this is going to be an interesting matchup. You have this as a close game, and I think so too. I think it's going to be kind of a struggle for the Colts for a while. But I think Andrew Luck, who's obviously having a decent year, got snubbed of the Pro Bowl. He's second in the league in touchdown passes. I think he'll show up and make it. and He'll get there in the in the second half and will hold off Eli and, and no Odell Beckham again this week. He's out again this week. So, you know, he'll keep, you know, Eli and Saquon, you know, on the wraps. And I have the Colts winning this and the foul score 31 to 20. All right, we're going to go to um, an interesting matchup in the NFC North. Like I said, the Minnesota Vikings hold the final wild card spot, they're coming off a big win. Against the Miami Dolphins last week, up their most dominant victory offensively this year, but they know the drill. They need to win win their last two games. They'll be the sixth seed, or or potentially the fifth seed, but most likely the sixth seed. If not, they lose one of these last two games, and the Eagles get on a roll. Their the Eagles are in, and they're out. So a big matchup in Detroit. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, Minnesota, you know, they fired um, Felipe the other week. And like I said, you know, a lot of times when they fire the head coach or the coordinator, it tends to be a, a sort of wake-up call and the players step it up for a week or two with the new guy, um, which is kind of what they did last week. They had a big game on offense um, this week. They're playing a, a Lions team that's no that's not good at all um, on defense. 
and uh, they, they got a really bad run defense, so I'm looking for uh, um, Dalvin Cook to have a big game. And But even more so, the Vikings, obviously, with uh, Zimmer as their head coach, the Vikings, are a, that's a team more than anything. Um, they're number four in the league in total defense. They lead the league in sacks with 47. So they got a they got a defense that can get after you, and um, and I think uh, Stafford's going to have a tough time this game. So I'm going with Minnesota here, get some one one step closer to a playoff first with that with that big Bears game looming next week. Um, but for one more week, they're they hold on to that six seed. So Minnesota wins final score. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say thirty six seventeen. Like I said, this is a very critical matchup for the Eagles. The Eagles can can win out, but the Vikings win out. They they go to the playoffs. Obviously, Minnesota is coming off a a big win last week, where they got rid of DeFilippo, and for some reason, their offense clicked. Dalvin Cook had one of his best games as a pro, and obviously, Thielen and Diggs both had decent games, and somehow, Kirk Cousins had a decent game because. It was a one o'clock game instead of a primetime game. But if, we, if but if situations go the way we think it's going to go, there's two matchups that could very well be the final matchup of the season. The Bears and Vikings could very well be a Sunday night matchup in a flex situation next next weekend. Because if the NBC does agree to a to a Sunday night game, if if Sunday night if if the people at Sunday night football, Val Michaels and them agree to a game next Sunday, depending on what happens this Sunday, the Bears and the Vikings could very well be that matchup. So we gotta keep an eye on that possibility. But as far as this Sunday, yeah, like I said, Minnesota, you know they're they're rolling right now after a you know a big win last week. Detroit, obviously. You know, Stafford's hurt. They have no running game. They have not been the same team since Golden Tate left. You know, Kenny Galladay's done a very good job, but he's no he's no Golden Tate. And Marvin Jones has been a disappointment this year. That defense, I don't even you know, they have a decent secondary that can get after you, and they could they could give uh, Kirk Cousins some some trouble, but I doubt it. I really doubt it. Yeah, I think the I think this is a, a game that yeah I agree with you. I think the Vikings will make it int- will make it tough for the Eagles to to at least savor and and it's going to come down to the final week of the season for that last playoff spot. So the Vikings win and the final score thirty three to twenty two. Yeah. Okay, Dallas. Yes, the Dallas Cowboys. Like I said, all they need is one more victory, and for the third time in the last five years, they're they're the NFC East champs. But they have it; they have it rough once. But they're going to have a tough battle with Tampa Bay, who can can put up yards and potentially points. So go ahead on this matchup. Well, man, um, last week Dallas was. Horrible against the Colts. They got shut out. 
Um, so they, they, Dak, Dak was Dak was bad. Um, so they need a bounce back game here, and they got a perfect uh, perfect game for to, to bounce back on. Um, the Bucks have an awful defense. Um, they're gonna they let up a lot of yards, so I'm, I'm expecting the Cowboys' offense to to come back strong this week. Looking for a big game out of Zeke. Um, I think Dak's gonna have a big game, and uh, and Tampa. Um, I mean, they they do rank third in the NFL in total yards, in total offense, um, but. They, they they don't score a lot of points even with moving the ball. Um, and I think points are going to be tough to come by again this week against a, a tough Dallas defense. So to me, I think uh, I think Dallas pretty much has this division locked up. I don't see. I mean, they got the, they got the Bucks this week, which they're going to win, and then they got the Giants next week, which they should win if they play their starters. Um, but yeah, I got Dallas winning this one. Pretty, I think it's going to be an easy, easy game here for them. So, we're on the final score of, uh, I'm going to say 34-20. Like I said, a couple weeks ago, the Eagles played the Cowboys, and obviously whoever won that game had the keys to the NFC East title, no matter what happens the, final, the rest of the way. And somehow Dallas was able to survive. Was able to survive. Last week was a terrible game for them, and the front-running fans. I'd heard very little from those from those punk-ass cowboy fans at all this last week. They were very quiet. Normally they are when they don't win, and they got shut out by the Colts. So that brings us to this matchup here with Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay. Yes. They do. They are a, a, an offense that does, you know, spread the field. Deshaun Jackson should know how to play the Cowboys. He's had a lot of success against them as an Eagle and a Redskin in the pa- in the past. Mike Evans obviously is a is a decent wide receiver, but never going to be the elite wide receiver because he makes too many mistakes on the field. He's called for more pass interference than any other receiver in the league this year. And Jameis Winston is obviously fighting for his career because there is rumors going around that he may get cut after this season because they're un- they're not going to pick up his his option. They did not pick. I don't think they picked up his option for next year, and I think they're very much tired of him since he's not uh since he's not a guy who's elevated the Bucks from what they were before him and what they are now. So this is going to be a tough matchup for both teams. I think for a while Tampa Bay will hang in there, but Dallas is at home. They play they play better at home. I think Amari Cooper has a big game. I think Zeke runs for almost a hundred and a, and, a, and maybe two scores. I got Dallas sadly winning this game, and I I don't even think it's going to be as close as it as it looks. The final score thirty four to seventeen. All right, critical matchup for the AFC North. The AFC North is is going to get real interesting in the, in the final week if if Baltimore and the Steelers lose. 
and the Browns win on Sunday. Because that sets up for a very interesting battle to the to the end of the, you know to the end. For Steelers, they're coming off a monster victory against the Patriots of a game, a game they needed desperately. They got, but now they have to play in maybe the hardest place to play all season, the Superdome. And Breeze and Breeze and the, and the Saints are almost unbeatable there. Averaging over 40 points a game this year in that building. So go ahead with that matchup. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you said, um, the Saints in New Orleans, they're really, they're, they're, their offense is pretty is dominant. Um, I think. I think that's going to continue again this week. Um, Pittsburgh, they'll put up some points, but the, the Saints defense of late has been playing pretty well themselves. So they, they started off the season poor, but they stepped it up in recent weeks, and then uh, it's and now it's not necessarily just on the offense to put up forty a game, but in this one, I think they're gonna. I think the offense is going to have a big game. I think uh, I think Pittsburgh's going to hang in there. But again, in the fourth quarter, I think the Saints pull away here. I think they're just. I, I think they're they're just too. Uh, they got too much too much on offense, and they're too good at home for the Steelers to handle them. Um, so I'm going with the Saints here. And I'm going to say final score is uh, 41-33. Well, this is a Nance and Romo game. Top, they're, it's their, it's the top guys for them. This is going to be a tough matchup for Pittsburgh. I mean, they they stopped the bleeding last week against the Patriots and and Brady and Belichick. They made them look ordinary, like a lot of teams on the road have this year. But this is not going to be a good matchup for them. The Saints at home are almost unbeatable. They're at, like I said, they average forty points, almost forty points per game. You saw what the Eagles, what what the Eagles went through when they went down there a month ago, and I think the the Steelers could be in for a long a long afternoon. And I know Roethlisberger is going to play his ass off. But I can say he has those rib, those ribs. You know, he still has that rib injury that he's still not. He's still trying to recover from. That's gonna to affect him. I mean, to me, you know, it's gonna be the matchup. It's gonna be that secondary against um, Antonio Brown and all of them. And they could, and they could, you know, win that battle for a while. But at home, Breeze is untouchable. That that's gonna be a really tough matchup. And. I just think that the Saints are just that much better than them. And I got the Saints winning this one pretty easily. And the final score, 38-24. to 24. Yeah. All right. Maybe why you call Baltimore and the Chargers maybe the, the most, the, the most the watched game of the weekend. I think this game, this Sunday night matchup will tell you the entire picture. Seattle missed their chances of missing of clinching a playoff spot last week. The Chiefs, after all that 
Patrick Mahomes have done this year. He's gonna he's gonna win the the touchdown. He's gonna lead the league in touchdowns. He may w- well win the passing title for pass yards. But no matter what ha- happened there, the Chiefs still could end up as the fifth seed in the AFC. They may have to end up going on the road. This is a critical matchup late in the season with a lot on the line. Big Sunday night matchup. Maybe the last Sunday night matchup of the season. So go ahead. Yeah, man. Well, this is, uh, like you said, this is a big game. Um, one of those two AFC West teams is going to get fucked this year because they're not even going to have a home playoff game. Um, obviously, as of right now, they're the two top teams record-wise in the AFC. But the way the rules are, as a wild card team, you don't get a home playoff game. Now, at the same time, the Seahawks are battling here for a, a wild card spot themselves. And, the, and this being in Seattle, um, that's gonna that's obviously one of the toughest environments for for teams to play in for road teams. Um, so. I'm looking at this. Chris Carson, he had a huge game last week against the Niners. This week, he's play, they're playing the, the Chiefs, who have a horrible defense. Um, I'm looking for another big game out of him. I think they're going to try to. They're going to have. They're going to run the ball a lot. Try to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Um, and I'm also looking at all of a sudden last week, Doug Baldwin. Or the last two weeks, really, that he's he's come come he's come from out of nowhere. He's been pretty much invisible all year, but the last two weeks he's really stepped it up. Um, maybe he's starting to get healthy. So I'm I'm looking at him. Um, I, I think he he should have a pretty good game here against again the horrible defense. And uh, and I think. Uh, I think that uh, Seahawks defense is going to give Mahomes some problems here. Tough game for him. So, I'm looking at all that. And it's going to be a close game. Because even if you give the Chief Mahomes some problems, they are still going to score some points. But at, in the end, I think, uh, I think that road, that environment, and that Seattle defense proves to be too much for him, for the Chiefs. And I think Seattle pulls off the, the, the big win here. So I'm going to Seahawks with a final score of, um, I'm going to say, 28-24. Who you got? Seattle. Mm. Like I said, this is the matchup of the year. For both teams, a loss now would be devastating, especially for the Chiefs, who have been the top team in the conference and in the league for most of this year. And obviously, you know, this is not going to be an interest this is not going to be an easy matchup. Patrick Mahomes, like I said, Seattle at this time of the year is even t- is the tough is really really tough. That fan base in that area that that stadium is going to be really 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 tough for for the Steelers, I mean, not for the Steelers, for the Chiefs. Seattle's coming off a tough loss, too, 
against the 49ers. That's why I told you to pick that. That's why we picked that game with the Bears because the 49ers upset the Seahawks last week on the road. It's going to be tough. I mean, to me, it's going to come down to maybe the Seattle's defense against Patrick Mahomes. Does Bobby Wagner play a role? Does he get to Mahomes and sack him? That could rattle his cage. But I just think that there's a lot of weapons on Kansas City. They have the most weapons in the league, in my opinion, between Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and a few others. I'm sure they'll run the ball a little bit. Obviously, Seattle's one of the best rushing teams in the league. They're the top rushing team in the league. Baltimore is obviously the second top, the second best rushing team in the league. So, of course, they're going to run the ball, and I think they'll have success running it and make Russell Wilson a smarter quarterback, which he's already is a smart quarterback, and he's going to get some good throws down the field. But I think that it's going to, it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. It's going to be a tight game. And I just think that whoever makes the right moves or who may have the ball last probably pulls this off. And I will go with Kansas City. I will go with Kansas City. You got Seattle. I got Kansas City somehow pulling off this one. And the final score, 35-29. to All right, we do this all. We always use this as the last game as long as they play. Biggest matchup of the weekend. It's a big matchup for both teams. Houston wins this game. They're the AFC South champs and and are one step closer to getting their first bye ever. Eagles win this game. They're one step closer to getting the wild card, the final wild card in the NFC, or they keep or they keep their chances of getting getting a playoff spot into the final week of the season. If they lose, it's over. Mostly over. Both teams obviously can't afford to lose this game. This is a big, big matchup for both teams. So go ahead. Yeah, man. Well, this is, this is, this, this is going to be a good game. This is, uh, again, like you said, the Texans our team that is, is trying to get uh, is still playing for that first round bye <clears throat> so they're obviously one of the best teams in the league <clears throat> and the Eagles um, they're not one of the best teams in the league but they're still somehow in that playoff race um, last week we saw them come out against the Rams and pretty much dominate until until the fourth quarter when they almost blew it but they ended up pulling out the win um, this week. It's going to be a little bit different here. Um, the Houston has a legit defense. The Rams didn't, um, so it's going to be a going to be a little bit more pre- pressure on uh, Foles to sort of keep that offense going. Um, and on the other side of the ball. Sean Watson's a tough quarterback to play against. He can run, he can pass. He's got some weapons there. Um, one thing that we'll have to keep an eye on is Lamar Miller's situation at running back. He's he's been having a very good year, but he got injured last week and he's quite he is questionable. Play. He's questionable. I say questionable to game time decision. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't know what's gonna happen there. Um 
But if he doesn't play, that's going to hurt them. That's going to hurt them. Also, the, DeAndre Hopkins is also questionable, but I think he's going to play. But I think he'll play. Yeah, I know. I assume Hopkins is playing, and I'm assuming that um, Miller isn't in this situation. Um, so that's going to hurt the run game, though. They don't really have much behind uh, behind Miller, in my opinion. And uh, so that's going to mean it's going to be all about Deshaun Watson this week. And obviously the Eagles have a bad secondary right now with all those injuries. We're playing a lot of uh, practice squad players, but they're somehow, uh, they're somehow holding it together in the last couple of weeks. They are getting, they do have, they still have that defensive line that can get pressure. Um, Michael Bennett has been having a big year. Obviously, Fletcher Cox is, is a beast. So um, that, that's where the Eagles are going to have to do it again is keep, uh, keep Watson contained and keep pressure on him. I think they're going to have some, some success doing that because the, the, the Texans' offensive line isn't very good. Um, and like I said, I don't think I think the Texans' defense is going to do a good job of keeping shutting down Foles. So it's going to be on the Eagles' defense to win this game. Um, this is a game I think the Eagles should lose. But again, just like I did last week, I'm not going to just pick, I'm not I can't pick against them. So. Like I said, this is a matchup with a lot on the line for both teams. Houston has a division to clinch. Eagles have a chance to get the wild card, the last wild card in the NFC. Like I said, it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a defensive battle, like you said. Like I said, Deshaun Watson, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We both like Deshaun coming out out of. Al College from Clemson, and he's done a very good job. You know, he's also coming off an ACL injury like Carson Wentz was, and he I'm sure he was looking forward to facing against Carson Wentz, but that's not happening. So, but it'll be interesting to see, you know. Obviously, Texans' pass rush reminds me of what the Rams were last week, but for some bizarre reason, the Rams could not sack Nick Foles. And you have J.J. Watt, you have um, you have J.J. Watt, you have Whitney Merciless, and you have Javion Clowney. Now, let's go back four years ago, the last matchup. It was in this game against the Houston Texans where Nick Foles went down with a shoulder injury, and it changed the entire outlook of their season. If Foles was able to finish that game and stay healthy, the Eagles would have made the playoffs that year and may have gone far in that postseason. So when you look at today's matchup, the Sunday's matchup, I'm sure this is kind of a revenge kind of thing for Foles to get back at J.J. Watt and the crew. And I think he will may have a chance. He and Jeffrey, Alstron Jeffrey had his best game of the season last week, over 160 yards receiving. And I think they'll, ha- they'll team up again and he'll have another big game I think Zach Ertz will play a role in the offense. He'll have at least at least four ca- catches. And I think that 
we'll see what happens about the running game. I'm sure J- Josh Adams and uh, and in Smallwood will do some good things. But like I said, it's going to be a tough battle. You know, I can see a couple of interceptions thrown in this game by both by both quarterbacks. I think Deshaun Wat- Deshaun Watson's going to run for at least sixty yards. I think it's going to be tough. That secondary is going to have it rough. But like you said, I mean, you don't expect them to win this game, and I don't expect them to win this game either, the way it looks. But at this point in the year, with a lot on the line, if they lose this game, and I'm picking the Vikings to win their game against Detroit, then it's probably over. Their season's basically done for a place for a playoff spot. So I'm not going to go to that to that. I got the Eagles finding a way to claw out a victory. And the final score, 25-23. So that's week week 16 in a nutshell. We'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. 